You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Welcome to Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Two footy legends covering all things sport for Kia. Introducing the all-new Kia Carnival, Australia's first GUV. Welcome to the show. Great to have you with us, especially if you're new listeners. Um, Badge Sats here with you on a Monday night, wrapping up everything that was important and not so important across the weekend of sport. And a bloody good weekend it was, Sats. How are you, mate? I'm really good, Badge, and listeners as well. Yeah, another great weekend of rugby league. And you know what? It, it was just great to see the Tigers win at Wollongong to finish off uh, the weekend of rugby league. Not a fan of the Dragons? No, I really like as you know, I like Anthony Griffin, Hook, and I think he's a tremendous guy, a great coach. I think he's doing some tremendous things there, four in a row at one stage there, the the um, the Dragons. But just to take a little bit of pressure off Madge. Well, they'd lost four straight too, hadn't they? Yeah, and they've Tigers. got a good record at Wollongong, the Tigers. I didn't realise before – I didn't know that when I did my footy tips. I think you two might have by tipping No, no. Ours had nothing Tigers. to do with stats. Ours had everything to do with them being on an in-season bonding they'd session last month. They did too. That's right. I was still yeah. drunk. Yeah. So I didn't even oh, – the bonding session did it. it they worked. Exactly. They played well. I've got to say, Dragons weren't real apparently the, flash, were they, yesterday? Apparently the West the Tigers are in the, at the Rocks right now, <laughs> one of the pubs, <laughs> off their heads. Mm, righto. Well, there's no truth in that. That's <laughs> allegedly or apparently. I think of allegedly we might throw that one in. Hey, Brett Kamali, Noddy's going to join us uh, pretty soon to wrap up the weekend action and talk about uh, talk about young stars coming through. Jeez, we've got some talented young kids that have thrust into the limelight and find their feet – so quickly, another couple on the uh, on the weekend. Uh, so we'll run through that with uh, Noddy and what his thoughts are on some of those clubs that we've just mentioned. Our Kia top seven moments. Sometimes it's uh, difficult to do this um, because there's so many great moments and mm. there were plenty across the weekend, not just in the world of uh, rugby league. Motorsport gets a bit of a mention here uh, as well. And you can text us what your top seven moment of the weekend is anytime you want. 0477 736 736. Love you being involved in the show. And, uh, yeah, rip right into it as of now. And we'll uh, read your text out throughout the night. Time for this. Sports Day, sports update. Yes, that's some some not so good news for the South Sydney Rabbitohs that came through today. I was shocked when I, you know, often you hear about an injury or two, but four. Yeah, four injuries. Jackson Paulo will miss six to eight weeks with a broken wrist. Cameron Murray, well, he's injured a, his ankle and could miss possibly four weeks. Campbell Graham, another possible four weeks. Campbell mm. Graham's been mentioned as a as a smoky on the wing for the New South Wales Blues as well, well. There's plenty of those. Yeah, and probably the big one is Adam Reynolds. He's injured ligaments in his thumb. Now he was he got scans. That was going to be determined whether he needs surgery. Now, as mm. of only about ten minutes ago, before we come on air, it's been it's been um, revealed that he doesn't need surgery. He will be named to play this week, but 
probably not he's expected doubtful. to play. Mm. Now, because of the situation he's in, Badge, and contract-wise, and I think he's resigned to the fact that he's not going to be there, but you would like to think every week you could convince the power brokers that you need to be there. He's probably going to feel as though he has to play because if young uh, Lachlan Ilias or Blake, Blake Taff or one of those players, Dean Hawkins, gets a run, right. and they go really well. What it says is that South have made, will make the right yes. decision. So you wouldn't think a guy of his stature in the club would still be uh, fighting for some... He's been around a while life, and he yeah. would be aware of the old saying, never give a sucker an even break. Yep. Uh, so, yeah, but he's a tough bugger too, isn't he? Yeah, he is. Uh, Adam Reynolds. So I'm sure for uh, for that reason in particular, he would want to uh, yeah, want to be out there. Um, but, yeah, who knows? It could be someone waiting in the wings. Apparently there is, and that might be part of the, as you said, behind the uh, – the I, thinking and the it, decision not to offer him a long term. And it could deal. work in, in his favour also, Badge, because if he does miss a couple of weeks, at worst, because he doesn't mm. need surgery, and they do throw in one of the young players, your Ilias or your, your Taff or your Hawkins, and it doesn't run as smoothly as what they hoped it would over a two or three week period, mm. maybe it says to them that yeah, well, we need to keep like, Adam here for another couple of years and, and slowly drip feed these guys into the NRL. Like sitting in the grandstand with a voodoo doll in your hand. <laughs> We've all done that, Brad. Yeah, we have, We've haven't we? That. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that Brett Mullins one I had, it didn't work, I tell you. <laughs> Rabbitohs 34, Raiders 20 it was on uh, on Thursday night and then the Storm hey, put the cleaners through the Sharks. Where's my six-pack of four pints? Why? What we was that a, for? We had a bet on Thursday. Oh, we did. Yes. Yeah. We did. And you cleaned up in the footy tipping, Woogie. Seven out of eight. Yeah, I know. You've nearly, you've nearly, uh, that's nearly the best score of the year. But hang on, where's Since my that six bloke pack? got eight out of eight. It's coming. Okay. All right. Gee, you didn't say, what, it has to be on your doorstep the moment the game's finished. <laughs> well, that would have been nice. Well, you, you didn't stipulate when. You should continue doing got your all tipping year. based around which mascot beats the other mascot in a fist fight. <laughs> yeah. You should do that. I worked this one out on who was the drunkest team. <laughs> That's how I worked it out. This uh, yeah, Storm 40 over the Sharks 14. Broncos, great comeback. Uh, Topsy-turvy, odd game. Best comeback in their history, but Yeah, 36 beat the Titans 28. And then on Saturday... Panthers beat the Seagulls. Eels beat the Bulldogs. Uh, Roosters defeated the Knights. Oh, thrashed the Knights. There's some problems at the Knights. 38-4. Yeah, a couple of clubs yep. that we've got to have some concerns about. Warriors 24 over the uh, the fast-finishing Cowboys yesterday afternoon. And then, as we said last night, West Tigers. 16-8 over the Dragons. Uh, actually, mentioning the Rabbitohs, we have to mention the Roosters as well. Um, oh, he just left the room, Woogie. Uh, Rabbitohs fan. Uh, their wretched run continues, doesn't it, Sats? It's five ACL tears in the space of 12 months, Badge. So you've What's got, going on? We've got Victor Radley and Sam Verrills last year. Then mm. this year you've got Luke Keary, Lindsay Collins, which has sort of flown under the radar and been forgotten a little bit. With Not by the, me. He's a bloody big Queensland mm. unit that we're going to miss. Yeah, and, of course, the, the big one out of the weekend was – was Brett Morris. You know, those scenes mm. of you know refusing to get the Medicaid, wanting to walk around um, McDonald Jones Stadium in Newcastle. The, the Newcastle fans, as they always have been, amazing supporters, standing and applauding him as he walked around behind the, the goalposts as well, that long, lonely limp with the two trainers. And then to see the, the images in the dressing sheds after the game with uh, Josh and Brett in tears, um, it's mm. a... It's a touching moment. It's an emotional moment uh, for. I believe, I believe he's, he's, 
Well, Kenny Irvine's our greatest winger of all time. And he's scored the most tries. Brett Morris is only second winger behind him. Yeah, closing in. I, I think he's one of the he's got to be one of the greatest wingers we've ever seen. Oh, not, not in the modern era, but I think of all time. Um, is it is it true that he had, had he done his medial ligament, but because he decided to walk around, not get on the medicab, that he did the cruciate on the way around? He didn't, did he? No. Oh, of course not. Hey, um, we uh, we're going to talk to Noddy. I want to ask his opinion about that. Catch up with Brett Camorley very very soon. Uh, new Brisbane CEO Dave Donaghy has hit out at vultures stealing the club's best young talent. Uh, he says the NRL has to find a way to reward the development of junior footballers. There are also some challenges, and it's not an excuse, some challenges in terms of our, our, our regulation, our governance amongst the game. There's no reward for development. Um, you know, there's, there's the ability for, for vultures to swoop, swoop in uh, and, um, and, and, you know, throw ridiculous amounts of money and steal your best talent. Um, uh, do I have the answers? No, I don't. Is this something on the agenda for the NRL? Yes, it will be. Is one yeah. of those vultures his former club? <laughs> yeah, well, there are some clubs that actually can't develop players when it comes to their junior systems. The Roosters is yes. one of those. Um, that doesn't stop you from setting up academies in satellite locations. Oh, we've talked about this, Sats. Yeah. Allocate country areas and, and areas across New South Wales and Queensland for each club that they have an incentive to develop the players in that area because they'll get them at a discounted rate. See, while there is no development fees, in adverted commas, which is a reward, which is what Dave Donaghy is talking about, these these clubs that have got they've got big postcode areas, like your Brisbane's, like your Townsville's, mm. those areas that have so much talent to try and develop, more so than a lot of other clubs. It doesn't stop clubs from going in and signing that kid as a as a teenager and putting them as part of their academy and pa- making them part of their development systems. But because there are no rewards badge for clubs who develop players, it makes sense to not develop players and then just steal just them. Just swoop in. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it it I, makes sense from a monetary point the, of view. That's what the Roosters' plan has, was many, many years ago. And I've, I've got, got no there. doubt that, that Dave Donaghy, one of his very first tasks, and he'll have a date on everything. We spoke about this last week. He'll have a, a, a crucial date on the end of every uh, on every um, item on his list that he wants to try and tick off. One of those, and the most important one, is their recruitment and retention. Mm. And the biggest hint he would be saying to those recruitment and retention staff at the Brisbane Broncos is don't let players like Reese Walsh go to November 1 where he's allowed to negotiate with other clubs. Now, that also comes down to their manager. The manager says to player, you know what, we're going to hold off. We're going to go past November 1. We're going to allow other clubs to to talk to us about potential contracts and Mm. long uh, extensions to your your deal. So – um, and Brisbane will be part of that. but So the managers, they hold the, the balance of power there. But, you know, if they're good enough and they're, you see that they're going to be a player that's part of your, not your near future, but your seven, eight, nine, ten years down the track, you've, you've got to be the one that sweeps in and takes them, not wait for other clubs. Yeah, well, that's what I see the problem is as well for the, the Broncos. I, I, there's no shortage of talent coming mm. through, but they don't seem to be picking the right ones. Yeah, especially yeah. in the key positions. So that, got, that, 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 that says to me identification. Well, you've got Reese Walsh, who is a fullback, key position in the team, one of the most important, if not that and the hooker in the modern mm. game. You've got Sam Walker, who comes from a, a family who, who has played for the Broncos and have coached in the, the Queensland Cup, the Intrust Super, 
Super Rugby League. Um, so you've got two, two key players there in and around the same age, 18 and 19, that you haven't retained at your club. There you go. Mm. That seems to me like it could be the problem. Hey there, uh, Melbourne Storm, Dave Donachie's old club, is apparently close to snatching Xavier Coates. Is we, there truth in this? Yeah, well, we heard, we heard probably a couple of months ago, might be being a little bit generous there, that Craig Bellamy had caught up with Xavier Coates to talk to him about whatever it may be, his future and what position he wants to play. Of course, Josh Adokar has always said that he's going to return to to Sydney. So like they did with Suliasi Vunavalo, they like to swap a like-for-like like player when it comes to their physical stature. Suliasi goes to Rugby Union. They sign Rima Smith, six foot three, big outside back, good under the high ball, outstanding on the weekend for the Melbourne Storm. Josh Adokar goes, another big body, big outside back that can play centre or wing and is able to cover more positions than what Josh can. So, mm. um, you know, winning does everything, doesn't it, Badge? If you win, it changes your mind about a lot of the decisions that you thought you had at the forefront of your mind. Mm. The win that they had on the weekend, the Brisbane Broncos, does that give Xavier Coates possible hope that there is a really good future? Yeah, well, he'd be feeling better around the place and they'll all be feeling better around the place this week. But with Bellamy looking like he's going to agree to terms for 2022 at Melbourne for another year at least... It, um, yeah, every player wants to be coached by the best. Yep, and they all think is they all think that he's the best. Talking about the best, actually, I'm just going to go off topic slightly. Greg Inglis made his Warrington debut. Yeah, he did too. I watched S- this. Scored a try. Uh, they beat Hull fifty to twenty six. Have a listen to his try. On this near side, they're going to run his skinny side. Inglis towards the line. Gio towards the line for the first oh, time. And he's over. It's a debut try for Greg Inglis and his career try. Number 200 for the great man, and that's the moment they came to see. They wow. go down the skinny side. Down the skinny down side. The skinny. He was. Pre- I watched the game, actually. He was He would, He would. was the first to admit also that he gave himself a 4 out of 10 in the first half. Pretty rusty, of course. Probably about a 7 out of 10. Yeah, two, t- two years since he's played. So um, it's just great to see him back out in the field. He looks fit, actually. Does he? Yeah, he looks great. really lean. Great. Yeah. Good to hear. Good on you, G.I. Very, uh, very happy for you. At the other end of his career was young... Uh, Zach Cini, Zach Cini, um, the Cougar. He's got a brother named Zook. Zook. What if he – Zucchini. Well, Zach. Oh, Zach Keeney. <laughs> yeah. They call him the Cougar. The Cougar. They think he looks like Ronnie Palmer and also the guy off the Cougar ads. He what does about, actually. He's a young version. What about all the fans on hand for his, uh, his debut trial? Do you know what? I mean – It's the Dragons. They were great, great images. Great images when they were sitting in that southeastern corner of – the stand behind at the southern end of, of Wynn Stadium. And and to score that try, to put them in the lead, right smack bang in front of where a hundred of his mates were sitting, there's no greater moment. Yeah, loved it. No greater loved moment. It. And, uh, you know, they, they might have been concerned, the Tigers, about losing Kapoa, but this kid's filling in okay, isn't he? Straight away, yeah. first up. I think Kapoa's gone for a fair while. If not the season, uh, hey, you notice some six again, real yeah, dramas. Yeah, I just want to bring these up, Ben, I, and please, listeners, zero four double seven seven three six seven three six. If if you got a reason why as well, and this is me being probably a little bit naive to be honest, but there are two instances on the weekend when it came to the six again rule. Now, the first one was uh, the Cronulla Melbourne game. Sorry, no, the Brisbane Broncos game versus the Gold Coast Titans. 
as the ball was going out to the right-hand side through the back line for the Gold Coast Titans, I heard the referee say six again. So obviously the Broncos were offside or there might be an infringement in the ruck, whatever mm. it may be. Then Corey Oates took the intercept and ran 90 metres. So it's it, be a penalty. So it's play on. And shouldn't then the other, the other one was... But should it be play on? Well, I don't know. This is what I want to get that some clarity. That should be a penalty, shouldn't it? The other one was Wade Graham. Playing against the Melbourne Storm, Wade Graham got out of the line defensively, like we've seen him, we've seen him do in his career. Got off the line really, really quick to try and change the momentum of the game through one of his big hits. And you hear the referee go, offside, six again on Wade Graham, makes contact, there's a wrestle in the tackle, defenders drop off, Wade Graham rips the ball out one-on-one, play on. Yeah, that's... Uh, so that's a I thought, I right thought be, they would have allowed the would allow the, um, the 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 play to go on to the point where if there was an infringement, they would just give the penalty. Penalty, or whatever right, it may of course. Be. Yeah. yeah, but it was, it was two parts of the weekend, okay. and I, I'm not sure whether that's something – it was a mistake made by the on-field officials yeah. or it is actually part of the interpretation. Graham Annesley will address that in his, uh, his weekly – uh, review of round eight. Mm. We'll, uh, we'll keep an eye on that. Uh, text here. Hi, Badge, Sats and Woogie. Uh, ridiculous that Ricky Stewart didn't have a half on his reserves list. Sam Williams should always be on the extended bench. Any player can get injured just before kickoff. Too many hookers. Not enough halves. From Sporty Gav in Newcastle. Well, of course, they lost uh, George Williams in the warm-up yeah. to a groin injury and had to throw Elliot Whitehead in the halves mm. and Look, they looked okay early, um, but yeah, fell in a big hole in the Isn't second it, half against the Bunnies. It's so it's so it's a it's an art within itself trying to pick the balance, the well, right if, balance on your bench. If you go through all of the uh, teams, I don't know if we're going to find too many halves on the bench um, because you look at players. It's difficult to carry one just in case. You look at the individual players as well. Badge George Williams hasn't missed a lot of games since coming to Australia and playing for the Raiders. So sometimes you overlook those players and say, no, they're you know, they're, they're pretty resilient. They get through the game. We, we very rarely need... Yeah, he never misses a game. Yeah, we never, we never need to replace him. So uh, if you're going to put someone on the bench, you've got to be able to play a couple of positions, a half, a hooker, whatever it may be. Mm. Well, there's a, you know, there's a lot Williams of clubs going that, with... Which is, which is what the... Uh, yeah, you can. A lot of clubs going with, with, four, with four um, forwards on the bench, but they have to have some flexibility in their, in their forward pack that someone can slot out into the back line if they need to, you just have to kind of look at every position. But because they got um, Haliva, Havila Savili, Havili could go into hook. Oh, I thought they might have put Tommy. Row. Yeah, I thought they might have put Tommy Starling into uh, into uh, the uh, hooking role. Yeah, and brought Havili on, but uh, that's not the way they decide to go. Um, I'm not going to be critical of uh, of Ricky. Uh, Sporty Gav has been um, in a nice enough way, but. Um, yeah, I see one of the players' wives was as well. We're going to go there a little bit later on, aren't we, Sats? Uh, not uh, not the best there from um, from one of the players. So I think he might have a conversation when he gets home. All right, <laughs> we're going to have to uh, get to a break because Brett Kamal is waiting on the phone. Noddy, yes, big nod um, from you. And big little nod is on the phone. Get to him soon. Sports Day, it is for Kia, introducing the all-new Kia Carnival, Australia's first GUV. You're listening to Sports Day. Have your say by dropping badge and sats a text. 0477 736 736. That's 0477 736 736. This is Sports Day. We'll be right back. 
This is Sports Day. For Kia, introducing the all-new Kia Carnival, Australia's first GUV. Welcome back to Sports Day. Badge and Sats here with you, and our uh, special guest of the night is waiting patiently on the telephone, uh, Noddy Brett Kamali, former star of the game and, uh, and great commentator. How are you, Nod? Good, thank you, Sats and Badge. How are we? Good. You're in a Good, very jovial mood tonight, mate. Had a big, big mate, day. Mate, I'm, I'm a- no, I've had a big day at Sharks. I'm now I'm down at Points Bet Stadium, so we've got a bit of a junior clinic happening for what have we got? Yeah, uh, minis and mods. We've done a, We've got a six week program happening. So, mate, then I've got Oztag at six fifteen. So I've got to got to what? run across to the next field and yeah. Sharks, yeah. mini to mods. You're doing the you're landscaping yeah, your house. You've been travelling all over Australia. Busiest man. How do yeah. your little hands oh. grab the uh, the tags on the the Oztag? <laughs> <comp? laughs> Uh, oh, there's always that little cheeky person in every football club. <laughs> I actually, I had five stitches in my head last uh, over summer because I had a little head clash with my own teammate. So maybe I've got to not get so close to grabbing tags. Oh, <laughs> are there concussion tests in Oztag? Do you have to do an HIO? <laughs> maybe. No, I went straight to the hospital. I was like, I was filthy at myself. I was like, oh, this is rubbish. I thought I'd, I, I thought the emergency department had gone 11 years ago when I last played football. <laughs> hey, one thing about that, I guess you know you you see new players all the time when you you know playing uh, local footy and Oztag and touch and whatever else. In the NRL, we seem to know most of the players, but when you see someone come in and just sweep all before him uh, at a, the ripe young age of eighteen, it's very unusual. Noddy, um, we've been talking about the best debutants. Have you seen much better than the way Sam Walker has started his career at the Roosters? Oh, not not in his first few games. Uh, I, I was lucky enough to play uh, a little bit of league with Owen Craigie. So Owen Craigie oh, was yeah. there. I think Talent. he's and and still he's the first bloke that has ever played three years in Australian schoolboys. Um, obviously goes off and wins a grand final for the Newcastle Knights at such a, such a young age. And you know even Andrew and Matthew Johns who would play were playing with him at that time. They they rate him I think extremely high and the most talented players that they've ever seen as well. So. Uh, man, I think Alan Craig, he was someone I was lucky enough to play with as a kid. Uh, good fellow, but his yeah, unfortunate career cut short. And if you think of it another one, I, re- I reckon Tim Smith had a pretty pretty, uh, pretty amazing start of his career at Parramatta. Um, you know, and then obviously, um, you know, but you're right. Sam, Sam Walker has been in and around football his whole life. He's, I played with his dad, um, you know, played, uh, and he was very successful. They've been around that Ipswich competition, which plays just ad-lib football, don't they? And play yeah, the cup. yeah that's, that's all they do. He's just, playing, he's just playing eyes up at the moment. And it's great to see the NRL, as the young kid, it's about 78 kilograms and can hide a little bit defensively. But in attack, he just plays eyes up and, and is creating havoc. And tough, too. He's carrying a shoulder injury at the moment. Mm. So he's pretty tough. Hey, Noddy, we spoke earlier on uh, those images of, Josh and Brett Morris, who embraced each other in the dressing sheds after that Newcastle match. The the sad news about Brett Morris and whether he'll play again. What are your memories of him? If, if it is, in fact, uh, that's that's him done with his career, where do you rate him? as Not only in the modern era, where do you rate him um, in relation to the game and, and one of the great finishers? Yeah, unbelievable as a finisher. I think once he played 277 games and 181 tries, I think I looked at that on Sunday morning. Uh, going into sunrise, and then he's, he's even his, his strike rate for Australia is so much higher as well. I think he's he scored more tries than Test matches for Australia and then New South Wales. Um, you know, what's he fourth in the all-time tries tally of of, mm. of the game as well? So, uh, and, and the funny thing is, he was playing some great footy still. Like he was still one of the best on the ground on that match on Saturday night. So damaging, they defend great. Um, 
you know, he's he's probably the best finisher I've seen play the game. Um, super consistent. Uh, you know, he's been able, lucky enough to win two premierships at two different clubs. Um, and just a great, great finisher. And, and I, I think Josh Morris, Josh Morris is, I think, the, def, the best defensive centre that I've seen play the game. Mm-hmm. I, I was lucky enough to play with Josh at the Dogs. And ja, Jamie Lyon and Josh Morris, I don't think they ever get the credit for how good they are defensively. Uh, and obviously, we know how important it is to defend in the mm. defence position, and, and it's a really hard position. But I think those two have been the best at it for the last twenty years. Yeah, oh yeah, it's a, it's a good point about defence. Uh, and while we're talking about the Roosters, um, we can't talk too much about them because we know there's some people that don't like them. One in this studio sets, Woogie, hey. mm. but how long can they keep copying these uh, serious season-ending injuries? Um, but stay up around the top four or five? Are you, are you expecting that it's going to dent them at some stage, Nod? It will dent them at some stage. I think it'll be more when the semi-finals arrive and we start to get to the best of the best. And I think when the semi-finals arrive, the team that wins the grand final this year is going to have the healthiest roster. Um, certainly no off-field dramas and all-player happiness. So at the moment, it's, it's a bit of a war in nutrition because you know, there's multiple injuries every week. Penrith have been avoiding them for now. Mm. Um, Parramatta, in some regards, have avoided a bit of the injury. Melbourne Storm look like getting most of their roster all back together this week as well. So um, they're, they're a talented side, the Roosters, as well, Coach. Even I think there was about 12 players or 10 to 12 players even last week with all the players that are on the sideline that either played state of origin football or test football for their country. Um, you know, so it's still that squad that the Roosters are still able to assemble might be better than some of the other rosters that the other clubs have put on the park at full strength. True. Noddy, I'm not sure whether you caught the game in Bathurst, the Panthers and, and Manly. I thought Manly were really courageous, just like that that class and that polish in the end. But did you see some signs of teams and the way they could possibly destabilise this, this Penrith side? Yeah, I didn't see much of the game, but you're right. They just go through the same processes for the full 80 minutes. They're not a side that scores 50 too often. Um, you know, they, they think they average about 28 or 30. They, you know what's going to come from them. you certainly got to stop the winger, uh, Brian Tuho. Um, teams kick it to him, but they kick it to him too far away from him, so he gets to catch and wind up. So I think if you can stand him still, that that minimises their yardage. Um, the development of Isaiah, you know, so I love player 13 mm. because it makes the halfback get a pass wider, so then that puts you on the end of the defensive line. So, um, and it's like Fisher Harris is as, as brave and as tough and as crazy as he is. He's, he's now developing a little tip on and ball playing. So the, what Ivan Cleary and the two assistant coaches are doing is they're actually making the really good side even better by coaching all the individuals now to play better as individuals. And you know they only concede six points on average. So that was probably the most points they've conceded all year, which is a is it, which is a good sign from Manly to say that you know they've turned the corner. And if they probably weren't playing Penrith, they probably win that game at Bathurst. Yeah. But um, you know they. It's the hard part about the game. You know, they, they don't give you much. They don't they, they complete highly. They defend great. So if you do score a try, you've got to make sure you score a very, very good try. Um, and I think you've got to be patient against them. I think, you know, I think teams teams just beat themselves a little bit in some regards. So as I said, I think if you can take Brian Tuo out of the game with your kicking game, uh, that'll help. Um, and then, then it just comes down to the physical battle of the arm wrestle and the, and the momentum. And if you're good enough to execute, because they won't give you too many chances, they won't make very poor decisions too often. So it's a way to possession and, and nail your opportunities um, against them. But they are going to make you move around and set your defensive line and, and, and move you athletically extremely hard. Now, each week on NRL Nation, Noddy, we do the Gallagher 
uh, kangaroos. So players that would force their way into a kangaroos team that, that hasn't got a, an Australian jersey currently. Is there someone in the first eight rounds that you feel as though could could pressure themselves into a an Australian jersey? Yeah, well, I think I think even on the weekend, Brian Turner might have been a yeah. gentleman that had been picked in the Australian side. Um, actually, my, my Isaiah Yo was the lock I named uh, mm. yesterday when we were there with Chris Warren, and, and Tavita Pangai Jr. was my back roll this week because, as you said, we muck around as if we're going to play a test match next weekend. So you've got to be eligible, you've got to be fit, um, not suspended and not injured. So, um, yeah, there's about five or six, I think, that are pretty steady and, and consistently picked, like, you know, the Tedesco, the Munster, the Cleary, um, the Cook, um, and that O'Carr, they're sort of really, really consistent players. But then the others are inconsistent in and out. So um, I, I, I think Harry Grant will be a superstar. Uh, we obviously already know that. Um, who else? Now some of the clubs have been surprised. Actually, you know what? The young kid that the Broncos let go to the Warriors. Oh, Reece Walsh. Player. Um, um, Reece Walsh. Gosh, he's, he's an he, you know, he's, He's braining them and going extremely great. So, um, mm. you know, that, that's a wonderful find that the Warriors have been able to get. And watching him play a bit yesterday, just eyes up football. Um, again, a pretty tough kid. Um, we saw him play a bit of fullback, but I think he's going to make that 5 8 position uh, his own there for a long, long while. Look sharp. Well, at least until Roger leaves at the end of the season and maybe he's back in the number one jersey. Um, any thoughts on the Dragons? What's. Uh They've just fallen off the cliff, haven't they, after a good start to the year? That was a – especially that second half against the Tigers yesterday was – it was a very poor, very muddling effort. Yeah, they're very poor. Um, they, I think those games they won very, very well were on the back of just being the bullies. Um, good defensively, play tough, and the opposition makes some mistakes. Uh, they were sort of into the game until halftime against the Roosters, and the Roosters just when – the, when the winger went off, um, Pereira went off, they played – they scored two tries on that left edge. For the Dragons, so the Roosters just went, oh, a player in the bin, let's go and attack that edge for 10 minutes, and then they leak points. So, um, But you're right, the game in Wollongong yesterday, they were pretty poor. Uh, they didn't look like scoring that whole second half. Um, you know, that, that Matt Dufty, sort of, as much as he was great in the first half, and we talk up how brilliant he can be, I, I thought he was, he went a little bit missing in that second half yesterday when it got a little bit tough. But, uh, you know, the good news for the Tigers, they were they were one of the most under-pressure teams in the competition. And I think they're starting to learn how to find the ball for Dane Laurie. I don't think they yeah. had worked out before last weekend where to fit him and how did you get the ball. And that that run out of the end goal when he was four or five players charging down at him, that was a momentum swing because if the Dragons get a repeat set, they might break him there. He charges at three or four of them and gets out of the end goal and they try and drag him back and they get a penalty. So from a young kid that's um, a couple of games into the first grade football, I thought that was pretty courageous from him. Yeah, yeah. For um, you know, yeah, we talk about when you for every negative there, I guess we're talking about the dragons. There's a, yeah, there is the positive that we saw with the uh, the tigers finally ending that uh, what was it a four match losing streak. So mm. good stuff. Hey, Noddy, um, I think we've uh, we've run out of stuff to query you about, mate. You've got all the answers tonight. Thanks for joining us, mate. As always on uh, on Sports Day. See you, man. Have a great day. Good luck in Oztag, Noddy. Yeah, good luck. No head clashes. Thank you, guys. I'll, I'll, give, you, I'll give you an update. Right <laughs> Thank you. Thanks, mate. Score up. We'll give See you a score update. Score updates from Brett Kamali. We'll keep them coming throughout yep. the night. Eh? Yep. Sats and if we, we don't get them, we'll just make them up. Okay, this is Sports State for Kia. Introducing the all-new Kia Carnival, Australia's first GUV. I think he's gone now. Uh, when we come back, our hot topic, we are going to talk about those great debut seasons on the back of um, what you said, Sats. Sam Walker, absolutely outstanding. <laughs> 
You're listening to Sports Day. Have your say by dropping badge and sats a text. 0477 736 736. That's 0477 736 736. This is Sports Day. We'll be right back. This is Sports Day for Kia. Introducing the all-new Kia Carnival, Australia's first GUV. Now, Hot Topic Time. Rightio, Scotty Sattler, you're going to lead this one out because you've come up with this idea for our hot topic. Well, this is on the back of Sam Walker, and there's been a lot of debutants this year that have had breakout seasons, but probably none more so than young Sam Walker. 18 years of age, his first full season, or not even full season, he's five games into his NRL career, and could possibly be near the top of the rankings when it comes to Dally M points because uh, he has been able to attract points in most of his five games. His Mm. game on the weekend was one try. Now, I counted as six try assists. On the NRL stats, I think it was four try assists, but he had a hand in a couple of other tries, and it's just his little tiny subtle movements that created an opportunity for somewhere else that it ended up becoming a try. So best debut seasons, 0477-736-736. Tell us who you can remember as the best debut season, not debut game, Debut season. I'm going to throw one up straight away. I'm going to say 1978, Larry Corrawa, 24 tries from 21 games. Yes, yes. Yeah. Outstanding. And just lit up Leichhardt. Yeah, that, look, when, when they're young young lads, I think it's even more impressive. I remember um, that the, the debut season for um, Noah Nadruka when he came from yeah. rugby, Fiji and rugby. But by 90, then I think he was about, 92, he was about 24 yeah. or so by then. But Amazing, but I go back to Laurie Daly, uh, 1987, aged 17, had a few runs uh, in the top grade um, and was on the bench for the 1987 grand final um, and just went, it, just amazing what he could do at that young age. And Bradley Clyde, the next year debuted, he was 18. He's the same age as Laws, basically, a couple of months apart. Is that 89? In 88, Clyde, oh, Clyde yep. played some footy, a few games for the Raiders. In 89, he just really hit his straps. But do you know when someone comes into first grade for their first few games and they feel their way through, but some just hit first grade and they look like they've been there mm. for a couple of seasons. Now, I can't remember Laurie and, and Brad Clyde in their debut years. No, you when, were when they both hit, young and When they both hit first grade, did it just look like they had been. Oh, there they before. belonged. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They, were, they, they were never anything but, you know, up in the top echelon of players mm. at the Raiders. And that was a, a pretty mean feat when you, you know, you had Mal around him and Stevie Walters uh, coming into his best and yeah. Lazarus and Ricky Stewart and co. So outstanding. Hey, do you remember a guy named um, Wayne Chalice played at the yeah, Roosters? Yeah, long hair. Yeah, he like, played at South in Brisbane. Yeah. And, uh, and I just, um, I. I it was my first, real first year in first grade, 82. He was, I think, 19 in playing on the wing. Just amazing. He at was the Roosters, the, did you say? Uh, this is no? South in Brisbane. Yeah. Before he, he never quite he, hit his straps as good when he went to the Roosters, but he was incredible. The whiz. Mm. He was one of the quickest players I've ever seen. Um, he scored, I think, four tries against New Zealand on debut for Queensland. Yeah. When New Zealand came over and toured in 82. Just outstanding stuff. So they're some of the best the booze I can Joey remember. Johns. Joey John's come off the bench in 93, but in 94, Matty Rodwell hurt his knee in a trial. And Matty Rodwell was going to be the next big halfback for, for Newcastle. Unfortunately, he suffered a season-ending injury, and it opened the door for Joey against South Sydney one day. Scored 23 points on debut and then mm. went on to dominate rugby league for, for many, many years. Um, Reg Gasney had a big first season in 1959. I remember reading some really good stories about his first year, but 
The one that comes to mind for me, Badge, and the one that stands out for me, and still today, Tim Sheen says he's the greatest athlete he's ever coached. 1984, Dally M Rookie of the Year, Greg Alexander. And did he win the, the Rothmans Medal or Dally M that Dally year M, or the next no, year? He won the Rookie in 84, won the Dally M Player of the Year in 85. Yeah, what a, what a star. Just amazing. I, 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 will, I will be wrong because I haven't looked at the records, but I can't remember too many people doing that. No. Uh, when you look at that early footage of Brandy and just how – not only how quick he was, but how smooth he was across the field. And when he went from halfback and moved back to fullback at one stage throughout his career, just didn't miss a beat. Yeah. Um, we've got a text message here. Hell Bulldog Steve, Sonny Bill, first game, destroyed, destroyed para. He sure did. Finished the season with a premiership. Oh, that is a good, yeah, good on you, Bulldog Steve. Thanks for that. Hey, keep them coming. 0477 736 736. We better get to the break, um, but we want to know – Best debut seasons. Player, club, give us all that information. This is Sports Day for Kia, introducing the all-new Kia Carnival, Australia's first GUV. You're listening to Sports Day. Have your say by dropping badge and sats a text. 0477 736 736. That's 0477 736 736. This is Sports Day. We'll be right back. This is Sports Day for Kia. Introducing the all-new Kia Carnival, Australia's first GUV. Sports Day news headlines for Polaris, Australia's number one off-road vehicle brand. Yeah, welcome back to Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Uh, before we get into Kia Top 7, some news headlines for Polaris, Australia's number one off-road vehicle brand. The Indian Premier League has been rocked by further COVID-19 upheaval with a match involving Paddy Cummins. Oh. Calcutta Knight Riders postponed after two of his teammates tested positive for the virus. Now, India recorded, get this, 392,500 new cases oh. and a record daily death toll of just over 3,500 on Sunday. Just on the day? Just on the day. Oh. And is that, honestly, is that all that, just the ones that are reported? Yeah. Incredible stuff. Mm. And if you're uh, over 50, you can get vaccinated now as the government tries Perhaps. to get more Aussies. I got mine months ago. To roll up their sleeves. Over 70s. Yeah. News <laughs> headlines for Polaris. Get range of confidence for the price of a quad. Visit your local Polaris dealer today. Okay, Kia Top 7 time. Now on Sports Day, the Kia Top 7. For Kia, introducing the all-new Kia Carnival, Australia's first GUV. Yeah, top of the uh, Kia Top Seven, New South Wales oh, in New South Wales Swifts. Yeah, they defeated the Queensland Firebirds, sixty nine sixty six. I watched some of this game yesterday in the first regular season extra time game, first ever. Reg- yes, yeah. good stuff. Number six, uh, a first podium finish for Scotty McLaughlin at the Texas IndyCar race. Uh, and let's remember, he's only just—I think it's his, only his fourth race or so. He's only been down over a little while, and he was behind fellow Kiwi Scott Dixon. This bloody happy second. I'll give you the tip, but um, I'm, I'm really stoked for everyone at PPG and Chevy. And my mum and dad's watching at home, I know for sure. And unfortunately, my wife Carly said, if I go good this weekend, she's going to give me a slap across the face. And I went good. I'm sorry, babe. But yeah, that's how it is. <laughs> <laughs> good on him. Slap across the He's face. He's pretty okay. happy. That, yeah, that's yeah. Uh, good yeah, stuff. Number five in the Kia Top 7, Tom Papley's left foot snap to put the Swans in front. Only 90 seconds from full time against the Cats. Papley, left foot snap. Good stuff. Number four in the Kia Top 7. Uh, a long-range tries on the weekend. A lot of them. That's, uh, yeah. Corey Oates, uh, Jason Saab, big Tommy Turbo. How's he going? 
And, of course, this bloke, Josh Adokar. Johnson, oh, he can't get the kick away. That is brilliant defence on the inside. Now the Fox has got it. Now the Fox is in space. You're not going to catch him. Kennedy tries, but in vain. Josh Adokar goes the length. It was all Cronulla, and they've turned it round in the twinkling of an eye. Yeah, Jimmy Smith there. We call that game with Jimmy Smith. It was exciting when Adokar got it in the open. Uh, number three in the Kia Top 7. Well, the Brisbane Broncos, we're getting a, a few text messages actually saying it's their game of the season from the weekend. Uh, from the weekend, I should say. The Gold Coast and the Brisbane Broncos game was the Brisbane Broncos' biggest comeback in history. Savita Pangai just goes straight to Xavier Coates. Inside ball, Jesse Arthurs. Back to Tavita Pangai. The juggle from Azarko is in. Can you believe it? What is happening tonight at Suncorp? Certainly the Broncos' best performance for a while, yeah. wasn't it? Didn't they need that? Number two on debut, Zach Cheney scored a try for the Tigers. Oh, Laurie got on the outside. Now oh, Zach's yeah. going to the footy. Yeah, they it. did the play out the back. Dane Laurie threw the pass. Try assist for him. And Zach Zini <laughs> gets the try. And in front of all his mates, and they are cheering like you wouldn't believe. They won't take this one from him. Yes. So he's a scene. He had one, yeah, the other one dis- disallowed yeah. only moments before, didn't he, Sats? Yeah, great scenes, great scenes at uh, Wollongong. Now, uh, rounding out the Kia Top 7, Jack Miller, well, the Spanish Motor Grand Prix on the weekend. He wins his first race since 2016. Jack Millers, what about the Miller family back in Australia? Turn 13, safe and negotiated for the Wizard of Oz here in Spain. Jack Miller, Aussie, 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 he's done it! Miller wins in the MotoGP race here in Jerez, and it's a Ducati 1-2. Morbidelli takes third, Q celebrations, pandemonium in Australia as well. Get the national anthem ready and get the beers out. What a day for Jack. Just doesn't oh, yes. sound right when someone else that's not an Aussie says Aussie, Aussie, Aussie. <laughs> Can I just tell you, when it's someone that is an Aussie and says it, it doesn't sound right to me. Ugh, makes me cringe. Um, we got some texts before we get to the break. Sats, high badge and sats. Best taboo season for me was Matty Rodwell. Oh, rocket. For the Newcastle Knights in 1992. Formed a brilliant combo with Michael Hagan. Helped the Knights to their first finals campaign. And he won Rookie of the Year from Sporty Gavin. As you said, Sats, there was another... Halfback not long after him that went pretty good too and had a good debut. I play with Matty Rodwell and still very good friends with Rocket to this day. He is a tremendous player, Matty Rodwell. Israel Folau debuted at 17 uh, for the Melbourne Storm and scored 21 tries that year. Good stuff. Yeah, I think it was two weeks before his 18th birthday he scored a try and debut, Mm. Israel Folau. A couple of oldies here as well, Uh, Robert Finch, St. George and Ian Schubert at the Roosters from David Warrialda. Love Warrior Elder. Oh, Phil Blake, early 80s. Uh, Ray from Newcastle, not sure. What was that about 1981, 82? Blakey. Phil Blake. Yeah, I think it was about 82. He was 18, 17 yeah. going on, 18 going on, 19. So what an outstanding player he was. Keep him coming. Yeah, we've got some. Uh, uh, we had John Harvey there. Uh, Ewan McGrady. You know, Ewan McGrady's about 25, I think, when he made his debut for Canterbury. Yeah. But uh, what a star he was. Righto, uh, Kia Top 7, it was introducing the all-new Kia Carnival GUV with an SUV-inspired design and spacious seating for all eight passengers.
listening to Sports Day. Have your say by dropping badge and sats a text. 0477 736 736. That's 0477 736 736. This is Sports Day. We'll be right back. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semi finals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply.